Welcome to Biblical Perspectives brought to you by the Ecumenical Catholic Church of Christ. Join your host, Father Dr. Tom Roberts, for discussions about the Bible and related conversations about theology, spirituality, and more. Thank you for tuning in to today's broadcast. I'm your host, Father Tom Roberts. You know, there really has been a great hack that has been perpetrated on the American and British and other peoples. And I'm not sure who else that all may apply to. There was a gentleman over in our mother country of Great Britain who sued to get his personal information back in his own possession. We might ask the question, in today's economy, who owns us? We may say, well, I'm not a doulos, I'm not a slave to anybody. Are we sure about that? I don't mean in the 1860s back to 1720 type of slavery, but what I mean is where our life, our ideas, our ideals, and our activity is largely controlled by the status quo. You might say, Doc, now you've really blown it. Who is the status quo? Well, the elite who run so many schools of government, like the family out of the state of Virginia, who believe they have the divine right to actually groom statesmen to preach to this nation about what our foreign policy and what our spiritual objectives should be. It was founded in the 1930s in Seattle, Washington. I believe the founder was of a person with a mindset who actually wanted to see America and the Western societies turn back to God and to actually restore what this Commonwealth of the United States was originally to become. But that isn't what happens when these organizations get mixed up with the whore of Babylon entitled politics. Now, you say, I just don't get what you're talking about. Well, this particular group called The Family started the National Prayer Breakfast. And you might ask the question, what the bleep is wrong with that? Well, nothing on the face of it. But when you look into the goals of the family, only certain men are brought into it and their wives serve as hostesses to serve the men while they choose a spiritual mission in government. 
We might call this Christian Illuminism, where only these people are seen in a spiritual Illuministic way because only they have the divine right that actually only belongs to God to choose their destiny to help America choose hers. This also takes another form of what we call dominion theology. Bob Jones University and many others hold to this view. However, they are not trying to make ambassadors for governmental post to help America find and execute her divine destiny. You say, I thought we were far away from the divine right of kings. I thought we gave that up with the British Empire. Well, the divine right of kings is assumed by God and Jesus Christ in the book of Revelation to rule this world and to bring peace and the kingdom of God unto all nations. Revelation 5 verse 10, where we become kings and priests. During the gospel age, or the age of the acts of the Holy Spirit, in the church, no such divine right exists for people to choose on their own. But the divine rights that exist from the ancient world are to help us prepare liturgically and maritally for the reign of God that we will someday submit to. For the biblical text says, All flesh shall come and worship me, thus saith the Lord. That's Isaiah 66. And of course, we have the New Testament teaching, for all flesh shall bow and worship the Lord. What a wonderful day when the divine sonship will be exercised righteously over us. Now, I want you to think about something else. What happens when you mix industry, military-industrial complex, and banking all together? That is fascism. We have an economic sort of a, not pseudo-fascism over America, because that would mean false fascism, but we have the opening salvos of a fascist police state in America today. Now, what do I mean opening salvos? The militarization of the police, and we also have, through the auspices of the U.S. government since 9-11, Homeland Security, where the law enforcement jurisdictions work together, clear down to the local auspices, 
which is in some ways good. But one thing a dictator always has is a national police force that is backed up from the military-industrial complex. So, how do we put both of this together? On the one hand, we have every citizen who votes in the United States of America being monitored by a British corporation that has now been shut down. Number two, how free can we remain when it's no longer the preaching of the gospel that voluntarily drives the thinking of many of our politicians, but a secret divine right of rulership that they believe in this group, the family, that God has given them the illuministic perspective. That means they have more enlightenment, they think, than the average Joe. Now, please don't mix this up with the doctrine of the Illuminati from Adam Weishaupt in 1776, that short-lived movement that basically um, went underground and disappeared, as the Encyclopedia Britannica calls it, a short-lived philosophical movement. Now, there's many others who have picked up the doctrine of Illuminism. It was a well-used term in the 1770s with so many lodge members and uh, other societies who exalted that particular concept. But not all Illuministic teaching goes back to Adam Weishaupt and the formation of the Illuminati at all. So let's make that very, very clear. Number two, Illuminism is the doctrine of enlightenment. Can there be a good enlightenment? Well, of course. In Spanish, when you ask someone to light a match, they are a light bringer. Doesn't mean they're Lucifer, even though the term in Hebrew is the same for light bringer. It is not bringing false light, or it is not bringing deception. It's just lighting a match to illuminate a situation so people can see. Now, people get all tripped up over the improper use of terms. Satan's original job was to bring God's truth to the world, not deception. Now, the problem with deception, Revelation 12, verse 9, says, for he, the devil, knows he has a short time, but has deceived all nations. Now, we need to be careful. Saying that he has deceived 
all nations does not mean he controls them. Does not mean there's some superfluous broadcast that's being sent out there into the minds of all human beings. No, in Jewish theology, that's the angel of death because God wants to bring life to creation. And of course, the destroyer wants to remove life from our auspices. Let us continue. The light bringers believe that Christian Illuminism is only something they in the family possess. God's truth is available for anyone who wants to search for these golden nuggets. This is Father Tom Roberts. I'll be right back right after this. Looking for an affordable online school that offers biblical, theological, and liturgical education to prepare you for social justice and ministry? St. Anthony's Liturgical House of Studies has the solution. Visit stanthonysliturgicalhouse.org for a current listing of programs and courses and to register today. What about these golden nuggets of wisdom that I was talking to you about in the last segment? Well, number one, God is an open God. He's not secret. If something is secret that cannot be known unless you go through indoctrinations to find it. Be suspect about it, number one, because you don't know where you're starting out and how through the rituals you'll progress to know how faithful these teachers are being to where you'll end up. In other words, they're not telling you where you're going to end up. Okay, number two, there is sacred space in spiritual worship as well as spiritual understanding that comes with maturity, character development, and a better apprehension of God's image and will in our lives. In other words, the more we become like God, the more wisdom we have, the more understanding towards others and what God's plan is really offering to us in salvation history. Another aspect with spiritual illuminism, even if you put a Christian name on it, what's wrong with it is simply God is only, according to themselves, chosen a handful of people in secret to actually guide and manipulate through foreign policy the affairs of the American nation. That is not constitutional, it's not open, and it is not in the hands of the people where God's will is often manifest. Anytime there are secret backdoor deals, callings, and of course, secret teachings, beware. Now, I will repeat this again. That's not the same thing as being prepared to receive God's sacred type of instruction as we grow and mature. 
because you're not really sure of what the rules of the game really are until you reach the top of the spiritual pyramid in these groups to determine whether or not the teachers were truthful at the beginning. Another thing it creates is false secrecy where it's not needed is the general public isn't sure what to believe about closed societies. There's the Dr. Stuart Crane tapes that certainly sound plausible about secret societies within America, but the difficulty there is you'd almost have to be a part of it to know whether or not he's telling the truth or not. Another problem is you can look up in the Encyclopedia of Freemasonry and get some insights into what the Masonic Lodge is about. You can read Morals and Dogma and other books, and you can find out that the editor may have been a Satanist, who Albert Pike in his writings, you know, said that Jesus was the God of evil because he permits evil. But Lucifer was the God of love and enlightenment, and Yahweh was the God of cruelty. But see, that doesn't speak for all Lodge members because there are Christian elements who meet for the Masonic Lodge as well as Christian pastors and other leaders. I do not believe, I could be wrong, that there is undue pressure put upon them to do the warrior on the block right and other anti-Christian rites with the skull the way Dr. Crane describes it. But once again, it's secret, so you can't really know for sure. So there was openness and instruction in the things that Jesus did. He said in John 17, I came to declare the works of the Father unto you, that you may know your Father in heaven. Now, Jesus didn't give his entire bit of teaching to the masses. Matthew 13, 13. Some of his teaching went to the twelve, others went to the seventy. This is called in-house teaching in the school of rabbinic thinking. When he said unto them it isn't given, that's a time element, not a secret doctrine, as some of the theosophical movements claimed. What our Lord was saying is the gospel would be the great invitation, and this great invitation would go out to mankind and his disciples would understand the meaning of the parables which would prepare the church to meet the Lord in that generation. And if they did not, then divine judgment, Arif, would come down on Israel and Judah for not preparing to meet her Lord. In the book of Hebrews, the New Testament said judgment was on the house of God. And the writer of Hebrews asked the question, how much more would it be on the Christian church for breaking covenant? And then God would have to come back and not give his bath of oil to the nations or the truths of the Holy Spirit, but a bowl of wrath would be poured down upon the nations 
rather than oil. Did you hear it? These small little biblical inferences here, we need to learn to pay a great deal of attention to them because they will save us from going off the theological rails. What does all this mean? Are you surveilled today? Do you really believe that our elections today illustrate the will of our people? Are we really naive enough to believe that the candidates, the major parties come up with, with all of the big money involved and the idea that we alone know better how to guide this country? Well, we need to rethink that one. We need to really, really give it some thought. And if our country is no longer in the hands of its citizens, then why do we allow the Illuminist to actually control our discourse? The government was supposed to be, according to Benjamin Franklin, run by the people if we could keep it. Now, we tend to also forget the Jeffersonians were the liberals of the group and the Hamiltonians from Hamilton were indeed more the conservatives. And so there was supposed to be checks and balances, not just one ideology. And today, according to Ayers and others, Fox News and other networks, were to spin America to the right, and they have succeeded. So, who owns us? Now, once again, you can argue with the liberal control of the historic media out of Washington and New York and Boston. There probably needed to be some alternatives to balance the media. But the problem is, they set out by hook and by crook to create that spin to bring a neocon objective to the news. It was not done from objectivity. So once again, do you feel comfortable with your identity all over the internet and with information of American citizens being shared with India and other nations just to service our credit cards and other financial needs should be illegal in my opinion. That information about our citizens should never be shared with foreign interest. How do we answer the corporations, many of which that are in 134 countries around the world, such as our big banking institutions? I'm not advocating there's one huge conspiracy 
and everything that comes up, we can just answer that through blaming the Trilateral Commission. But I can tell you this, there's a lot of international pressure to weaken the West because of the economic growth that is going on in the East. Sometimes I hear Radio China International say, well, China needs America to work well. We should partner where we can because the better the Chinese people do actually in my opinion, the less of a threat they will be. But that does not mean that we stand back and allow them to dominate the world's interest without a counterbalance. We've tried the Cheney and Wolfowitz approach with PNOC, the plans for the new American century, in the Middle East, and all we did was get mired down in a sea of conflicts that we cannot get out of. What a shame. The American government is supposed to be the spokesman of the American people. The divine right of kings only belongs to God himself. Number three, the doctrine of Christian Illuminism from the family needs to be exposed and our foreign policy that follows Dominion theology and the Pinoch doctrine needs to be expunged so we can respond to God with a true response of American citizenship as well as to finally reach the ideals from which we were called so many years ago. Whether or not that will happen in this next election cycle one could be skeptical of. But one thing is for sure. As long as we surrender our rights as citizens, it will never be better. I love my country. We are one of many great Western countries that I'm so proud to be a citizen of. But I do find a lot of distasteful rhetoric, speech, and a lack of critical thought that seems to be coming out of our people where we seem to be so confused and uninformed that we can't see the elephant that is standing right in the living room. It's like in Jesus' day as 
A.D. 70, began to approach, when he said, Such are the great words of Isaiah, seeing they see not, hearing they understand not. This is Father Tom Roberts saying, Let's search our souls, get right before God, and understand that so much of our mantle has been taken from us as citizens. Let's take it back. This is Father Tom Roberts saying, thank you for listening. Thanks for listening to this week's Biblical Perspectives program. Tune in to the program next Thursday on WBCQ as Father Dr. Tom Roberts continues his discussion about the biblical-related topics. For more information about Biblical Perspectives and the Ecumenical Catholic Church of Christ, visit ecumenicalcccc.org. If you happen to be in the Los Angeles or Detroit areas, please be sure to visit the Cathedral of the Archangels and Seraphim Ecumenical Catholic Church of Christ and the Cathedral of St. Anthony. To leave a comment, to support the program, or to learn more about Biblical Perspectives, St. Anthony's Cathedral of Liturgical House of Studies, and their sponsor, the Ecumenical Catholic Church of Christ, visit ecumenicalccc.org. This show, in cooperation with the Ecumenical Church of Christ, was produced by Ricky Insunza and Marty Arredondo of Nightwork Audio, Springtown, Texas.